Hey everyone, how's it going? Chris and Andrew here. Uh, we are doing a teaching series over at West Village Church called Collision of Kingdoms, where we're looking at how uh, the church or the kingdom of God, the gospel, and um, and the political arena intersect. And throughout that series, I've been taking in a number of questions um, that we just don't have time to get to in the teaching series and kind of putting together a series of short videos to just help us think through some of these issues from a Christian worldview. So uh, today's question is, isn't it a conservative government more compatible with Christian principles than progressive forms of government? Yeah, I mean, I think this is a, you know, like Christian subculture, like, right. you know, kind of... Christians the, vote yeah, conservative. So, so I remember when I was in high school, uh, I had a buddy named, uh, nicknamed Cuba, and this was like during like the Al Gore, George W. Bush, and I remember like so convinced that George W. Bush was like God's chosen, you know, future leader for America. And, and to this day, I actually regret the way that I acted because, I, I, you know, I was so blind to the fact that this was a like a Christian subcultural expectation. Right. Uh, so here, here's what I, I think is true. Um, like there may be at different times in different places, uh, different understandings of what conservative is. And I think that's important to understand. Uh, even in Canada, that there differentiates like what our conservative government or party looks like compared to say like the Republican Party in the States. Uh, and if you look at uh, either of those parties, they're going to uh, have some things that reflect Christian values and, and kind of a Christian worldview and some things that don't. And if you go to the progressive side or the liberal side, uh, you're going to see that as well. Um, Tim Keller talks about there being kind of four primary moral uh, just tenets that you kind of see throughout scripture and two seem to be held most closely by the Republicans and two seem to be held most closely by Democrats in the States. And I think that that would probably be similar in Canada. Uh, so here, here's the reality as I see it is um, you as a Christian have to actually know kind of what the things uh, that each party stand for and make a decision based on uh on like an overflow of information on like which party is going to represent the most uh, kind of overlap with Christian values, but no party is going to do that perfectly. Mm -hmm. And in fact, many times uh, conservative governments can actually espouse uh, things that we would have to like just reject out yeah. of hand. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, we talked about this in week one of the series uh, where we talked about both um, ends of the political spectrum having uh, like a political vision that. Um, do two things actually both of them in some ways reflect who god is they reflect his nature and character because uh the leaders of these political parties the ones who are envisioning these political realities are made in god's image and so they're going to reflect his goodness marred by sin both sides but but still reflect his image but both also tend to be reductionistic yeah. so they tend to view the political task or the way towards human flourishing through a very narrow uh, narrow prism uh that kind of excludes you know other areas so so neither side of the political spectrum uh, i think it's fair to say neither side really like holistically reflects the christian worldview and like i jokingly say all the time like as a christian you need to uh, do your homework uh, you need to pray you need to talk to other believers and have these conversations you need to vote yeah. Uh, and then you need to go take a shower yeah. because uh, you in some way, shape or form have just had to make a decision for a political candidate, a candidate who is not going to fully reflect your values. There's going to be things about what they stand for, policies that they're espousing. 
that you just can't get behind it. And I'll say this, this might be controversial. Um, you can email me at andrew at westfieldschurch.com <laughs> if you don't like it. But if you can, if you as a follower of Jesus can fully endorse every aspect of a political party or a political leader, uh, my fear for you is that you've given yourself over to another religion, a political ideology. And so I think there's a sense in which uh, there may be times and seasons where different political parties, different political leaders are gonna reflect different aspects of the gospel, but that we can never give ourselves wholly over to one political party. And, and I think we're seeing the fruit of the error that that has made in, in the current moment we find ourselves in. Yeah, I mean, it might be true that you find consistently a political uh, party or, or candidates um, like you know, get your vote because they have the most compatibility with Christianity. Uh, but I think it's unfair for us to, to say that's always going to be the conservative, the conservatives among us, or it's always going to be the progressives. Um, you know, there's there's different times where you actually have to know what's going on. And, you know, one, one of the things that this is a little bit of rabbit trail, one of the things I think is, is hard in Canada is that, you know, uh, parties have such a unified platform, but sometimes it's even hard to know what an individual candidate thinks on things. And so this is where I think for us as Christians, and an area I, I probably need to grow on, grow in, is like we actually have to do some digging and, and ask those questions because, um, yeah, because you know each individual person. Uh, is going to bring different aspects of that image-bearing quality to the political arena. Yeah, it's good. It's good.